Attitude. Check. He's going in. Joe Suchere. I did not know Barbara Bush, which I only mentioned because I did know her husband. Mm-hmm. Because we got to spend an event together. You you spent a lot of time with him. Well, not really. No, I don't mean you went on vacation, but that's... Well, we didn't have dinner together, you know. Mm. But I was struck by his normalcy. Okay. And apparently that's what uh, her uh, memory is, that she was an incredibly... Uh, down to earth. I was interested to note that she was a Pierce, Barbara Pierce. Her dad was a publisher of McCall's and Red Book, hmm. and they were relatives of Franklin Pierce, the president. So uh, where you're talking some serious Eastern blue blood yeah. money there that, uh, uh, and then she they met as teenagers and were uh, inseparable ever since. I, a wonderful story of loyalty, although in this Cynical, tawdry day and age. I have no idea what loyalty means anymore, right. you know. Uh, but uh, we we heard all kinds of stories today. But I wish, I, I, I'm really proud of my brain. I want to thank my okay. brain. Okay, it's, it's rare that you compliment mm. yourself. Why are you compliment? why are you taking this? Because uh, I remembered the name of the Washington Post outdoors writer. Mm-hmm. From the early '90s, when H.W. was president, mm-hmm. Angus Phillips. Okay. Now, why would I remember that? I'll tell you why. Because I was terribly impressed. I, got, I found the piece. I printed it out. I was terribly impressed by a piece he wrote in 1992, mm-hmm. and the headline was "Yes, the President Wears Pajamas." I might have mentioned this to you guys before. Uh, it's kind of ringing a bell. Yes. Uh, and I think I really like this story. Uh, we'll soon have a new president, Phillips wrote, on November 22nd, 1992. Uh, so that means uh, uh, Clinton was just coming in, right? Yes. All right. Uh, we'll soon have a new president and the usual new worries that he'll be sealed off from the real world, lose touch with common people, and fall into an imperial presidency. Well, as one who crept quite by accident into George Bush's bedroom while he lay sleeping a while back, I can assure you the new man in the White House isn't always in the airtight bubble it's thought to be. Hmm. The occasion was a fishing trip a couple of years ago. The president wanted to go for largemouth bass in the Potomac, and to my utter astonishment, phoned me, phoned me at home one winter day, for advice. Well, just imagine that. Just stop right there. <laughs> right. You know, the president knows who the outdoors writer was for the Washington Post, calls him up, I need some fishing help. Is that going to happen That's today? That's not happening today. Uh, for once in my life, I thought of my feet and blurted out an invitation to join me in April when fishing was good. Bush, a man of action, checked his calendar, saw an opening, and penciled it in. Huh. As the days drew nearer, he called me a few times to finalize the plan. At last we were set. We would ride together in his limo to the launch ramp at the mouth of the Anacostia. Uh, he added casually that I should come by the White House about 6 that morning for coffee. Okay. I got there a little after 5.30, pulled my VW up to the first entrance I saw and checked in. The guards consulted a list, found my name, inspected the trunk for bombs, and sent me through the gates. All right. as well. So everything's working normally. I've been told to go to the diplomatic entrance. Well, I didn't know which doorway that was. Neither did the guards. They gave me an ID tag with a big A on it and said to go to the first door I saw and ask. I found a door facing the old executive office building and banged on it. A sleepy fellow let me in. Fishing rods, tackle box, camera case, and all. Check. 
He knew nothing about any fishing trip but roused an aging butler in black tie who headed off in search of information. Mm. The butler soon returned, saying he hadn't learned anything, but you said you were supposed to meet him for coffee, right? He must want you in the residence. Yes. At this point, this is where I say, you are correct. That's what he said. He said, cool, I thought. And off we went into the gloaming through an astonishing maze of dim corridors and doorways, I lugging my gear and hurrying to keep up with my stooped but nimble guide. We went through an indoor garden and around a bend to a hallway with a small elevator. The butler suggested I leave my gear propped against the wall. He opened the elevator, climbed in, punched a button, and up we went to the president's place. Upstairs was dark and elegant. We were in a small hallway that opened onto a large rectangular anteroom. I saw three fishing rods and a tackle box leaning against the wall, the president's gear, an unmistakable sign of an eager angler ready for a day on the river. Very well written, obviously. Think of that. He he was excited. He got his stuff out the night before. He got his, what's the uh, basket called? I'm getting a... Fishing basket. Okay, no, I'm thinking of a river run. bless it. it. Fishing basket. Not a hamper. A creel. A creel. Thank you. It is. Yep. I'm getting to the barber part, okay? Okay. (laughs) Don't interrupt me again. No. The butler led me into the room, then to the right into a second darkened room. By now I was tiptoeing, knowing this couldn't be right, but having too much fun to say anything. Ten feet into the second room, a light snapped on. I whirled and faced a pair of open double doors 15 feet away. Through them I saw the President of the United States in blue pajamas rising from bed. The First Lady, propped against a pair of fluffy pillows, was also freshly awake. (laughs) What what's so funny about that? Well, that he just stumbled upon it. <laughs> My point is this: you have no, you know what you what's have. Your you have point? no shame, do you? You have just have no shame. <laughs> you really don't. You should be ashamed. I'm of ashamed yourself. of myself. My mother would be ashamed of me. I, I would hope so. Yep. My point of this is: we already know that Trump and Melania they don't even sleep in the same room, right? Bill and Hillary weren't exactly. Uh, I'm not seeing a, a double bed. Uh, maybe that's Michelle and Obama did. Probably. But, yeah. but isn't that a quaint picture? Saturday morning. I can. I've HW's never... got his PJs on and the, and the missus is next to him fluffed up on her pillows. I can see the blue pajamas in my can mind's you? eye. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the president saw me and I didn't care to find out. I gestured frantically to the butler a few steps ahead of me and hissed, let's get out of here. We tiptoed back to the elevator. This can't be right, I whispered. The butler shook his head and said he didn't know what to do. I'll find out, though, he told me, and rapped on a metal stairway door. It opened almost instantaneously and out popped a guard with a radio wire in his ear. Look, I said to the guard, I'm supposed to meet the president for coffee, but I don't know where I'm supposed to be. The guard looked me over quickly, saw the ID card with the big A hanging from my neck, and said the following, you can be anywhere you want. Wow. With that, he popped back through the metal door and was gone. (laughs) If he heard that, I would have just kept walking. God, you're terrible. You're just the worst. No. You're just horrible. So this is, he's walking. He's got the A, scarlet letter. Where's those pillows? Hey, what's going on? Okay. Rose. 
Will you shut the hell up? We lost an elegant first I know, yes, yes. This is a, no, this is way before, though. This is not now. This is a long time ago. Uh, it, uh, uh, I looked pleadingly at the butler. You wait here, he said. I'll go downstairs and see what's going on. He stepped into the elevator, pressed the button, and ka-chunk was gone, leaving me, as far as I could tell, absolutely alone in the presidential residence with George and Barbara. Hmm. At which point I heard the one thing I really didn't care to hear, the patter of footsteps as someone drew near, and then a familiar voice shouting, Robert, Robert, I need you to take these papers downstairs right away. Around the corner came the president in leather slippers and a blue monogram bathrobe with his hair rumpled and glasses askew, a sheaf of papers in hand. But instead of Robert, all he saw was a sputtering fisherman out of water, babbling incomprehensible explanations, apologies, and assurances that he meant no harm. The president never lost his decorum, maintaining a command bearing even in his night clothes. A moment or two of blank confusion was broken by a merciful ka-chunk of the elevator, signaling the butler's return. The door opened and outstepped Robert as poised as the president. Coffee is downstairs in the diplomatic reception room, he said. Everyone is there waiting. Then he turned to the president, who handed him the papers, spun on his heels, and turned back to the bedroom to get dressed, waving a finger and shouting over his shoulder, Big fish to catch today! Big fish! (laughs) Ten minutes later, Bush strode into the diplomatic reception room with his fishing rods and tackle box in hand, his hair freshly combed and wearing a cheerful smile. Angus, he said, rushing over to greet me. So good to see you again! And never once in the course of a long day of good fishing did he mention our curious first meeting, which showed a lot of class, if you ask me. I think that's what we all uh, strive wow. or, or miss uh, or hunger for, is class. Uh, and, and I voted for the current president, mm-hmm. and I, I second, third, and fourth that. I wish I wish we had that, and unfortunately we do not have that. My my brief experience with uh, George H.W. would would corroborate the fact that he and the wife must have got along. Mm-hmm. They seem terribly comfortable. And uh, I'll tell you about a bad woman, though, now. You oh, know, I, we come back? Well, you got to have bad. Uh, been a day of good women in the news. We have a, we have a bad woman. The end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Sushere. You have audio. Reaver said you had audio of HW. I do. Uh, not if it's going to take you a long time no, to find it. He's got it at the ready. It was a very nice tribute by the former president. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just reset it and move on with your life. Here we go. Protect. I hope you don't feel sorry for any of us, this particularly current? me. Yes, this was yesterday. I am at peace with, uh, with what took place, and the reason why is my mother was at peace for what took place. She, uh, she believes in an afterlife and, uh, and uh, was joyously looking forward to that afterlife. She's pretty funny to the end. So I went over to see her in the hospital. Laura and I went over there. And uh, she was her feisty self. One of the things that tended to um, enrich our conversations was her needling me and me needling her. The needle, baby. And so... um, Key to life. 
she was needling me and the doctor walks in nice pleasant woman and uh, mother said to the doctor do you want to know why George turned out the way he turned out and the doctor kind of looked uh, you know somewhat perplexed and nodded her head and mother says because I drank and smoked when I was pregnant with him <laughs> And so, unlike a lot of people, uh, unlike a lot of people, I had the uh, uh, joy of speaking to mom the day she died, and the day before she died. And the day before she died, I said, Mom, I just want you to know you've been a fabulous mother, and I love you dearly. And she said, I want you to know that you're my favorite son on the phone. <laughs> I can hear her voice now. George? Move on with your life and continue to do the fabulous work you're doing at the Bush Center. Thank you all for being here. God bless my mama. If you want to see that, uh, I retweeted it at Rookie GL. If you want to have that for other people you want to. Then you have this. Well, an author and English professor at Fresno State, Rhonda Gerard, celebrated Barbara Bush's death on Twitter last night in a series of in a series of tweets apparently no longer public Gerard wrote Barbara Bush was a generous and smart and amazing racist who along with her husband raised a war criminal war criminal bleep out of here with your nice words the bleep is the F word she added either you are against these pieces of S blank blank T Wow. and their genocidal ways, or you're part of the problem. That's actually how simple this is. I'm happy the witch is dead. Can't wait for the rest of her family to fall to their demise. After receiving tons of blowback, Gerard wrote, all the hate I'm getting almost made me forget how happy I am that George W. Bush is probably sad right now. This person has some... She said, I'm... Uh, I'm anxious to dance happily on the grave of someone I despise. The professor added that she didn't care about the criticism because she couldn't lose her job at Fresno State. I work as a tenured professor, she boasted. I make a hundred grand a year doing this. I will never be fired. I will always have people wanting to hear what I have to say. I don't want to hear any more what you have to say. That's taunting, saying you're tenured so you can do whatever you want. This is the academy is destroyed, people. Uh there's got to be euphorians and people from Diversityville who agree with me. It, it, it's no matter where I turn, whether it's Fresno State, whether it's a large a private institution, a large public institution, a community college or whatever, the world of the academy is drawn to it. These foul mysterians who don't like people. They're, they're, they're foul human beings. And they're not useful. Can you give me the name of the professor again, please? Sure. Her name is Rhonda... R-A-N-D-A. Yep. Gerard. J-A-R-R-A-R. Be right back. Okay. Where are you going? I'm going to Twitter. Uh, In response to the outcry, uh, Fresno State President Joseph Castro issued a statement. On behalf of Fresno State, I extend my deepest condolences to the Bush family on the loss of our former First Lady, Barbara Bush, Castro said in the statement, which was shared on Twitter. We share the deep concerns expressed by others over the personal comments made today by Professor Randa Gerard, a professor in the English department at Fresno State. Her statements were made as a private citizen. Uh, well, Castro, you can 
try to cover your tracks like that, but you're deeply in this. Uh, you're part of the failed academy, and she works for you. Right. Uh, Professor Gerard's expressed personal views and commentary are obviously contrary to the core values of our university. What evidence do I have to believe that, Castro? Doesn't she automatically lose the private citizen BS when she identifies herself as a professor of that university? I would think so. Uh, common core values of our university, which include respect and empathy for individuals with divergent points of view and a severe, a sincere commitment to mutual understanding and progress. You're lying, Castro. She's the bad person here, but who are you kidding? You run a, you run a monkey house and, uh, the inmates have completely taken over your asylum. And this, how could you be that mad? Uh, especially about a night. She's Iraqi, I think. <clears throat> Where did I read that she's? I saw she was. Uh, was she Muslim? Uh, I guess. Who cares what she is? I don't know. If it makes you feel any better, she is getting destroyed on social well, the, media. Well, the, but there's got to be a pushback that's more important uh, than uh, social media. But, there, but are there students at Fresno State who could uh, who could calmly say, "I, I don't want to. I'm not going here anymore because of this ridiculous, preposterous." person passing herself off as an English professor. I, I get that, Joe, and I'm with you, but what I'm saying is is uh, a situation like this will result in Fresno State having to do something about this. You want to bet? Not really. No, yeah, I wouldn't, take, no, I wouldn't take the bet. I mean, the academy is destroyed. I agree with that. I it do. is completely destroyed, and this president's BS remarks are, are just boilerplate. They might have meant something 10 years ago. They mean nothing now. Fresno State would be typical of institutions that will throw up a chain-link fence around the place if uh, Ben Shapiro came to speak there. Who is, who is this guy kidding? This is your academy. We'll be back in just a moment, but now thanks to our great friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal in Your Money Now. You see, here's where I would advocate somebody getting on Twitter and just you know, accidentally publishing this woman's address. And let, <laughs> Whoops, let the, I didn't. Did I hit send? I'm sorry. Let the chips fall where they may at yeah, that point. Yeah. Uh, mixed day on Wall Street today. We had some gains earlier. The Dow Jones Industrial Average has given up most of the gains and is bouncing between small gains and small declines. Right now, the blue chip index is down four points, but could still bounce back. The NASDAQ Composite is up 28 points. The S&P 500 is ahead seven rivals amazon and best buy are joining forces to sell tv sets that are powered by amazon's fire tv operating system the companies will sell 11 models starting this summer with tvs by toshiba and best buy's house brand insignia best buy will feature the amazon power tvs in its store and its website and become a merchant on amazon's website where it will sell the tv sets exclusively here is some good news if you somehow couldn't get your federal tax return filed by yesterday. Thanks to its all-day computer breakdown, the Internal Revenue Service has issued a one-day penalty-free extension for tax filers. That means you have until midnight tonight to get them postmarked or sent electronically. The IRS said taxpayers don't need to do anything to receive the extra day. I'm Bruce Vale with Your Money Now on 1500 ESPN. All right, sounds good. Uh, are you, you're all set and ready. You're not going to jail or anything like that. You don't have any back taxes? I filed those taxes a year ago. I'm set. <laughs> okay, yeah, you don't ever have to do it again. Bruce Vale with the Your Money Now report.
And I want to tell you, we've got something coming up big time. Memorial Day weekend, Saturday, the 26th of May. We have got the Town Ball Classic at Target Field. Tickets and information, 1500ESPN.com. Click on deep.com. Commencing garage logic segment number eight. Here's John Knight. Thank you, Joe. It's cloudy and 35 degrees. The Minnesota Wild, well, the Minnesota Wild can't lose any more games in this series. How's that, huh? Breaking that, it down. That's an accurate statement. Yeah. Winnipeg defeated them 2 well, to nothing. Technically, they can. They could lose Friday. Well, oh, they can, but then they'll be done. <laughs> <laughs> they lost last night two to nothing to Winnipeg. That puts the Jets up three games to one in the best of seven. Series now heads back to Canada for Game Five. They'll play Friday night, a six thirty start our time. The the Winnipeg head coach, you know, when they always go to the he looks like a guy that would sell you bad tires. You know, he looks like a kind of a shyster a, a little bit. Yeah. Paul, somebody. Hmm. His name Paul. is Paul. Oh somebody. yeah, I don't know what his name is. He's the guy. One the guy. of the guy. Yeah. Wolves hey, with, I got a great deal on these white walls. <laughs> wolves with what game. Color do you want them? They still call them white walls. Not sure. A, wolves with game two in their playoff series tonight down in Houston. <coughs> the Rockets lead the series one game to none. The Twins and Indians will try and play tonight again in Puerto Rico. They're having an island-wide blackout on the island, but the mayor, San Juan, says the game will be played with the use of generators. Uh, if they do play, it should be fun because Puerto Rican native Jose Barrios will be pitching for the Twins. Carlos Carrasco has been really good already this year. Uh, will go for the Indians. And uh, Buxton's not going to play again. Uh, Byron Buxton out again with migraines, so uh, huh. he'll miss both games in Puerto Rico if they play that second game this evening. Might need to Need to get him in touch with Percy's uh, medical professor. You're down on him for this, aren't well, you? Well, get out there and play. You haven't played mm-hmm. since Thursday. Migraines. Let's go. Migraines, Chris. I love Buxton, but they come hurt. on, let's go. They hurt migraines. News notes from today. Uh, a man now has been arrested after video captured an attack on a Metro Transit bus driver last week. Oh, good. According to the Hennepin County Attorney's Office, 26-year-old Sterling Smith was arrested in connection with the incident. Smith has been charged with third-degree assault and transit obstruction, according to the attorney's office. The video shows a man entering a bus and beginning to attack the driver. It happened about 3.45 in the afternoon, April 11th, in the area of Emerson and 15th Avenues. During a news conference today, Metro Transit officials said the bus driver remains at home. He's recovering. They added the driver had been in that position for two years. A passenger on the bus did record a cell phone video of the incident, which went viral after it was shared on Facebook. In the video, a man wearing a blue T-shirt can be seen punching the driver several times before trying to knee him in the face. When officers located Smith, he allegedly told them he thought he overheard the bus driver use a racial slur. That, that doesn't the, that doesn't mean you get to do that, dummy. According to the criminal complaint filed in the case, investigators, though, said no such statement can be heard on the video recording. Oh, weird. Oh, he made it up? Oh, incident. you thought you heard him say that? Oh, that's okay to uh, kick him and hit him and uh, just like, and then run like a coward. Okay. L- a <laughs> little more detail. I would just wish once I could hear the news. Well, we get sometimes we get upset. Yeah, a little Are more. You guys going to challenge me today on the news? Yeah. After uh, after this next break, after the weather. All right. A little more. Deep. We also might have a special tribute. Sorry, John. Huh? Uh, coming your way, Joe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something that's a teaser, folks. You want to stick around for that? Sorry for interrupting. <laughs> 
A little more detail on that double murder in Ottertail County yesterday. The sheriff's office says a 21-year-old Pine River man is the suspect in the killing of two people whose bodies were found in a rural Purim residence. Sheriff's officials say the man identified as William Lynn Hillman is being held in jail on possible charges of second-degree murder. Deputies responding to a reported assault at the residence at 5.30 in the morning yesterday. The identities of the victims has not officially been released, but neighbors say it was a mother and a son who live in the house who were killed in the incident. Miguel Diaz-Canel was proposed in Cuba's parliament today as the sole candidate to replace Raul Castro as president. That would make him the island's first non-Castro leader since the 1959 revolution. 86-year-old Castro is stepping down after 10 years in office. The National Assembly was due to vote later in the day on the proposal to replace him with 57-year-old Diaz-Canel. He's an engineer who's currently first vice president. Diaz-Canel, born after the revolution, embraces technology, appears more socially liberal than anybody in the Castro family. Also a stalwart of the ruling Communist Party, he's considered a bet to inherit the ideological mantle of Castro and other elderly leaders who helped Fidel Castro oust U.S.-backed dictator Fulgencio Batista. I wouldn't go to that dump if you paid me. <laughs> no desire anymore? Not a bit. Why? I don't, because of pol- they might, politics? They might blow your eardrums out. Hmm. CIA Director Mike Pompeo visited North Korea more than two weeks ago for a secret meeting with leader Kim Jong-un and Pyongyang, sources confirming. Pompeo, who is U.S. President Donald Trump's nominee for Secretary of State, didn't take any officials from the White House or State Department with him on the trip, only intelligence officials, according to sources. The White House uh, declined to comment on Pompeo's visit, which took place around April 1st. The Washington Post reported that Pompeo went as President Trump's envoy to lay the groundwork for direct talks between Trump and Kim about North Korea's nuclear weapons program. The two leaders are set to meet in late May or early June in what would be the first face-to-face encounter between a sitting U.S. president and a North Korean leader. The Internal Revenue Service, uh, if you didn't uh, get to file yesterday, gave uh, taxpayers an extra day to file after its website went down on deadline day. The agency announced that individuals and businesses with a filing or payment that was due yesterday now have until midnight tonight. And remember, the EPA director needs that money so he can redecorate his office again, ladies and gentlemen. Plus, he's getting a bigger SUV. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, agency said no additional paperwork is needed uh, for this extension. The agency's website for making payments and gaining access to other Key services crashed amid the filing flood yesterday. The website appeared to be back to normal late last night. The extension covers federal taxes, not your state taxes. Uh, state taxes, uh, I paid mine over the weekend. They, it was, they had already taken care of it and taken it out of my bank by Monday. It took wow. them It took them about six hours. I mailed them a check, and it, it cleared very quickly. I like to use a lot of staples. Mm-hmm. Do you still write a lot of checks? I don't pay anything online, if that's what you mean. Okay. Yeah, um, that's what I mean, I guess. Yeah. I like to, okay, John, I like to play office. Yeah, no, that's fine. I Joe, go to the I, mailbox. I'm, I'm not uh, judging, Joe. I, Both I'm the just... feds and the states promptly cash their checks. No no judgment on my part. Uh-huh. Did you uh, leave any indicators on your uh, on your return uh, regarding the, uh, no, the importance I didn't say of the IRS? No. Okay. You did do that once, didn't you? I did, oh, and then got audited. Yeah, so, well, that'll yeah. teach you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, in Morris, <laughs> he was young and 
know, I'll show them. Right. Yeah, Thank watch God this. I didn't have any money. Watch this. <laughs> Hold my beer. Mooresville, <laughs> North Carolina. Multiple e- uh, people injured when an angry driver intentionally ran his car through a restaurant. It happened around 9 in the evening last Thursday at Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. The suspect I did. <laughs> Come on down and have a shot at Hot Shots. This is not a joke. I used to voice ads for that uh, place at a different radio station years ago. Yeah. Where is well, it not, located? Th- not this place. Oh. This is in North Carolina. Oh, I'm sorry. There, yeah. but we but have there's one. Hot Shots everywhere. Yeah, we there's had one here. Yeah. Thursday night, all you could drink party. Yeah, there's Never hot heard shots. of it. Oh, oh yeah. The suspect identified as 22-year-old Shaquille D'Angelo Steele. You want to round up the fellas, Joe, and head on down no, for I a don't. drink at Hot Shots? No, I don't. Hot Shots tonight. He's been charged with DWI. And Places a... like that always strike me as they have not carefully <laughs> enough washed the beer glasses. Okay. Yeah. You... That, that's what I'm thinking when I'm walking into yeah. Hot Shots. Yeah. I wonder how clean those pints of beer yeah, are. Yeah, bottled beer only yeah. at a place like that. He's been charged with DWI and assault with a deadly weapon with intent to kill. Witnesses said Steele became enraged because it wouldn't serve many more alcohol. Oh. He left the restaurant. Moments later, drove his car through it. Multiple people reported to have minor injuries. He's being held in the Iredell County Jail on $200,000 bond. You'd prefer to patronize a place that might have, like, Beer City. No. no. Rib City. I don't do anything that says City. I, don't, I have no interest in, in anything okay. that says city. Egypt's top mufti has issued a fatwa, a religious decree, saying that buying Facebook likes is prohibited under Islam because it's a form of fraud and deception. Grand Mufti Shakwa Alam regularly issues all sorts of fatwas, usually in response to questions by Muslims seeking religious guidance in matters related to even the most trivial issues. Well, if he's the Mufti, he'd know. Uh, Mufti Mm -hmm. posted on the institution's Facebook page earlier this week that it is religiously prohibited to pay someone to click a like on a promotion. I think so. Alam says it's deceptive, citing Mohammed saying, he who deceives is not of us. What so, if you're a media personality and you buy Twitter followers? Is that the same thing? I don't, yeah, you you do that? Do There's that a lot of either. people that are doing that in town. Yeah. Is Dave Dahl coming up? Yeah. You can buy Twitter followers. University of Garage Logic 98. College of Self Esteem. Zip. Not a nothing. Here's Joe Souchere. Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We're at 36 degrees officially. Still some light snow going on south of the metro all the way down through southern Minnesota. Heaviest snow that we found so far, Albert Lee with six inches. Um, the rest of the area, probably two to three inches in some of those areas that have had persistent snowfall. Um, but temperatures are still fairly mild, so a lot of the snow is melting on the roadways. They're mainly just wet. Uh, 28 for the overnight low tonight, though, with clearing skies. Temperatures will drop off a little bit. Sunny in the beginning of the warm-up tomorrow, 46 for the high, with a light northwest wind at 5. Friday, mostly sunny and 48. 54 on Saturday, 58 on Sunday, 64 on Monday, with partly cloudy skies all the way through the weekend into early next week. There is a slight chance of some showers developing on Tuesday, but Tuesday's high still mild at 58. And we're going to stay there, partly cloudy skies and 58 again on Wednesday of next week. So I think we really have turned the corner, Joe. Going for a low tonight down to 28. Right now we're at 36, and I have the records for the day. Dave? Yes. April 18. Thank you. Was, did, I, did you not hear me? 
No, I, I slid down your microphone when you said something to me. Oh, okay. So that was my yeah, my error. Here Sorry. we go. Okay, eighty nine. Oh, eighty nine. And we're at thirty six right now. Imagine that fifty three mm. degrees warmer than where we are right now. Mm. Eighty nine. That was in nineteen eighty five. Nineteen eighty five. Twenty one. Twenty one. In nineteen fifty three. In nineteen fifty three. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Now, what if you guys uh, you're, you want to challenge me because you know how well I read newspapers? Uh, we do, uh, but we did have prior prior to that we had a special. Um, well, come on, hey Joe, I had a little. Uh, my uh, you know my mom she she's gone right, <laughs> and I had uh, just a little tribute. Okay, uh, uh, I had a poem written for uh, in honor of my my mother. All right, so I'm sorry by the way. That's for your- th- <laughs> thank you, but <laughs> she can't hear you, so don't. It's okay. I was talking to you though. Oh, but this is about my mother. Yes. Yeah. So I. Uh, so I called it mommy. Okay. Okay. I, 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 poem is what I like. Poem. Can you just do the poem? Yeah. You're very, uh, direct to the point. Yes. Even though she's gone, it said, dearest mommy. Pretty good start. (laughs) Sometimes at night I would be sad and you would call me (laughs) when I was a little boy, you made me sandwiches with cheese and Salami. See, call me and salami rhymed. Even though daddy always preferred pastrami. See, it's kind of food-based, but it rhymes. I wrote a couple of them. Here's another one. That was just, that, that was one I wrote. Uh, those are, I think those are called limericks. I was younger at that point, like about 40. Uh, this one I wrote in, uh, looks like about 86. Uh-huh. Dearest mommy, growing up in Texas, the weather was always Balmy. I guess it could have been worse if we lived somewhere else and we could have dealt with a tsunami. See, uh, balmy and tsunami rhyme. Or in a country where they practice Islami. I don't think, I think it's Islam, but Islam did not rhyme, so I added a... You just changed it, didn't you? I added an I so it would sound like... Uh, tsunami and uh, how many more of these do you have? Uh, this was one I, I wrote a couple years ago. Is this the last one? Yeah, this was after I was already out of office, and it was uh, <laughs> I had uh, uh, it was it's kind of political. Mm-hmm. But mom, she tried not to be political, but I I tried to reach out to her in a in a poem. Mm-hmm. Dearest mommy, I love that you always hated Putin because he was a commie. <laughs> Our neighbor always agreed with you. What was his name again? Oh, yeah. Tommy. The world is now a sadder place with you gone, Mm -hmm. my dearest mommy, Mm -hmm. which rhymes with Tommy and Tommy. I got that. So it was was cleared. It's very touching, Mr. Yes. Very nice. uh, That's uh, maybe more later, but that's all I can uh, come up with now. I was going through the scrapbooks, which are full of scrapbooks. Scraps. Is Are we going to play a game called together? Joe? It was a limerick. Joe, name that country. Uh, I think, yeah. Rook, why Are don't you, you go involved ahead? in it, George? No, or... I'm, I'm going to head on out. I'm, I'm out of here. Got that production going there, huh? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another Garage Logic version of Joe, what, what country, country is it? All right, let's, let's see what we got. 
right. You're going to what? Read me a headline and I have to guess the country that this story took place? Those are the rules. Everybody knows the rules. You need to identify. Can you take down the cheesy, horrible yes, music? you need to identify the country All that right. this is associated with. All right. The first one is, this country's leader is unmarried, pregnant, and going on maternity leave. Joe, what? No, no. It has to be a headline from the news. It is. This this country's leader oh. is, well, this from this website anyway, this country's leader is unmarried, pregnant, and going on maternity leave. Where in the world would what something like this possibly happen? Paraguay. Mm, Paraguay, final yep. answer? Yep. Ooh. All right, try it again. No, no, okay. Right. Any other answers? No. Uh, New Zealand. All right. This is the uh, the leader of this country is pregnant, mm-hmm. unmarried, and she's going on maternity leave. All right. All right. My turn or where, uh, go ahead. you go right oh, ahead. Yep. Okay, okay. Uh and we're just doing the headline. That's it. Okay. World's saddest dog. The pooch's eyebrows go viral. World's saddest dog. Mm-hmm. World's saddest World's dog. Saddest dog. I'm gonna post the photo because the- I'm gonna go England. You're so close. Oh, not you're so close. Wales. Scotland. It's in Germany. Germany. Dang it. All right. Okay. Um, Not as good as this as I thought. Astonishing moment. Truck spins 180 degrees as the driver swerves as an oncoming car and ends up parking almost perfectly on the roadside. Joe, what What country country is is it? China. That is correct. Did that I get it? Is correct. China. <laughs> yeah, right. That is in uh, Dongguan City, That's what I thought. China. That's a Chinese story. What? Uh, what city? Dongguan. Uh, Dongguan. Hmm. Dongguan. Wabujadao. Hmm. Let's go here. All right. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, this it. isn't working out. Is. No, 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 no. We we, we, we doubled up on stories. Minister claims. This country invented the internet thousands of years ago, and generals used it to send messages during battles. Hmm. Joe, Joe, what, what country, country is, is it? it? Africa. Ooh. Uh-huh. Ooh, sorry. No. India. India. Oh, like shoot. Four, right. three, two, yep. plus and one. Do another one. Okay. She was, inc- oh, here we go. Incredible moment. Daredevil. Rides a motorbike across the lake. This rider conquers a large lake on two wheels. Ooh, this is a twist here. Joe, Joe what, what country, country is, is it? it? I'm seeing somewhere in Russia. Ooh. Huh? No. <laughs> Italy. Really? And the video of this really? is unbelievable. We have That's time cool. for two more. All right. Uh, I got one. Autopsy will be performed on bear... That overdosed on 15 pounds of cocaine. Russia. Oh, my God. Huh? Is that right? Yes. All right. Well, Russia and bears. Although we we didn't say Joe at what country. The president of this country said he wants to ban the nation's citizens from practicing oral sex because the mouth is for eating. Somewhere in Africa. Oh, Uganda. I'm going to give that to you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to give that. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, well. What country is it? Sometimes you try. And what country, Joe, is it? Can you take us to break? 
pagi. Yes, sir. Did you ever? Uh, I'm only being patient because you know your mother died. And... Yes. And have you ever? Uh, have you ever been to the Naval Academy? I have. Okay. My mother, uh, bless her soul, when when I was a kid, uh, she always told me the Naval Academy is where belly buttons went to school. <laughs> I had a very bad mental picture of that. E-S-P-M. Never got it out of my head. Is K-S-T-P. Some of them pierced. St. Paul. Harry. Minneapolis. I, I just.